0: Self-Love and Shadow Work podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Sharp, and I am here with my friend, uh, Alexis McKinnon.
1: Hi, guys. Um, I do write under air McKinnon, um, and we can get into that. But yes, uh, it's my alter ego, I I guess. I like it.
0: I, I like it. So tell us a bit about yourself.
1: So I have been writing pretty much all of my life. If you look back in my um, school yearbooks, when they ask what your ambition was in life, it was always said to be an author. Um, and in 2015, I had submitted my first book, uh, which was had a different title at that time, but became Wishlist. Um, and it was rejected, which happens all the time with, with books constantly. And so I stuck it in a drawer and I didn't think about it again. Uh, and I kept writing, but um, it was something that sat for probably about six months to maybe a year. And it was actually just on a fluke. I was with some friends and we were riffing on a very popular book. And it just came in a flash to me. I can write better than that, so uh, I pulled it out and I dusted it off. And just by chance, um, had the opportunity to send it to a different publisher, and they accepted it. So history was was made, as they say, and um, you know that was the start of of my publishing career. Um, published the first three books that I had written, um, with a traditional publisher. And that was a fantastic experience. Um, but they, they decided in 2018 that they, they no longer wanted to compete with some of the big, uh, sharks out there, I guess. Um, and so they, they decided to close up shop. At that point, I had the opportunity to you know decide whether i was going to look for another publisher and go the traditional route again um but something said to me you know i want more control over my creative process and so i threw my hat in the ring for you know being an indie published like indie published author so i i now independently publish uh and do all of the you know uh editing and cover work and and all of that with with teams of of people myself um and, and sort of that's where we're we're at today
0: perfect i like that uh, full creative control that's what a lot of us long for is to be able to create everything ourselves our way no.
1: it is a, it, it is a very unique thing um now that's not to say i don't have help because i am not a cover artist at all um, but i have a really great lady has been helping me uh with that and there is a lot more back and forth and a lot more input um with the traditional publisher um i think i got on wish list to to be able to make one change where the, the character was supposed to have curly hair and, and on the cover it was you know pinned straight and i was kind of like, this this isn't right <laughs> um you know and so they they were they were great they were willing to change that one aspect but now you know we find pictures together. We, we find our work together. And, and it's a very um, back and forth process. There's lots of, of chance for input. And, and I love that. It's, it, it makes the books to me so much more special because everyone that I put out into the world is my baby. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I feel that as uh, you know, an artist myself, everything that we create is us. It's a part of us. It's a part of our soul. It's a part of our soul song when we create these these masterpieces um, and whatever it is. So, how did you find your calling? How did you find uh, you know this writing? How did you catch that bug?
1: So as I said, it's it's been there forever. So I don't really even know if I can pinpoint the exact moment, exact moment because I mean. Uh, it was always something that I had wanted to do. It's something that's always spoken to me to the point that if I go without doing it for a while, I get cranky. <laughs> like, I just, I feel stifled and I feel like, you know, I just kind of get that itchy sort of feeling like, let me let me put something out into the world. And um, I think it's it's just a way for expression, um, which is really important to me. You'll find sort of tidbits, of if, if you know me, you'll find <laughs> tidbits of, of myself and, um, you know, my life through the books. Now, that's not to say that every aspect is the same, of course, because there are very spicy bits in my books. <laughs> spicy <laughs> they are, they're a little bit spicy, but, but I mean, there are elements of, of myself in there that, um, I think in a way sort of cry to be released into the world. Um, so that's, I think that's how sort of they come to be. And during the process of writing, I'm very, you know, people say, are you a planner or a pantser? And, and I'm both. I, you know, I have a general idea of where each book is going to go. But um, it's a really unique thing for me. Um, I think, I don't know if other people get this, but my characters drive the stories. There are times that they will actually just say to me, oh, did you know this about me? And I'm like, no, I had no idea. Okay, how are we going to work that in? So it can be a very, <laughs> it can be a very different process. Um, especially for uh, this latest book that that i have put out so it's uh book four in the series of it's called uh, the series is called four more and i put my character my my main character i put her through the ringer in this book quite a bit and you know as i was writing it we, we kept having conversations and i kept saying are, are you sure this is this is what i'm doing to you and and it just you know along the way just kept being yes this is right we're on the right path and, and you know, keep driving, keep going. So we, we got there together in the end.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. It that sounds like a, a conversations I have with my spirit team all the time, you know. Keep going, keep doing it. Keep creating. So, with your new book, let's talk about that. Where did you get the inspiration for your for your new book?
1: So, the inspiration for Haven um started when I was working on the third book. So as I said, this is, is the fourth. And I generally try and make each book stand alone so that, you know, if, if you're joining me as a new reader, you don't have to necessarily start back from, from the very beginning. Um, but this particular book um, does tie in very closely with the last one. And it's the only time that this has really happened. And it was just... I think a spark in the second or sorry, rather spark in the third book that it was just like the story isn't finished. As I had originally intended um, for the series just to be a trilogy. Um, and then it would it just, there was just something one day that said, you know, this isn't done yet. You don't want to leave it like this. So that's how it sort of carried on. Um, the story has potentially triggered warnings for people. And I thought that that was, important to discuss. My my main character in the story is a survivor of a, a sexual assault, and um, I thought it was really important to discuss that you can have a meaningful relationship after that happens. Um, obviously, I wanted to be respectful to, you know, readers and, and to any potential Issues that you know may arise from that, and I did try and be authentic and you know working through that process of you know, what happens down the road once you've once you've healed to a certain point and you're ready to take back that control of your life and and sort of look at um, you know the internal conflict that people feel with trying to to regain that part of their life.
0: To take back their power—it's—it's a—it's a—it's a powerful feeling and image to, yes. you know.
1: And it was also important to me to to sort of portray that it's not necessary necessarily a linear process. So you may think that you're ready and you may start out on that journey, but it doesn't mean that point A to point B is is a straight line.
0: Yeah, it very rarely is. It's typically a spiral staircase. Mm-hmm. Round and round and round, just keeps going and going and going. and you know it's it's incredibly difficult uh, that that specific type of healing journey is incredibly difficult to steer from and find your power. you it's It's like when you explained uh, your new book to me, it felt like almost it could be a voiceless feeling, like this, you know a, an early restriction of being able to speak and then kind of liberating yourself and Owning your power through time,
1: and I, I think that definitely makes sense. I mean, uh, I think, especially being female um, in this this time that we're in this this crazy time that you know, with all the things going on, I think that we are silenced in 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 many ways, and I think it's important in creative works that are put out that that struggle is shown, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, the hot topics of the day or something like this. I I think um, we circle back to these types of things and they never truly go away.
0: They're always, they're that uh, deep generational curses as just women in general, we all have, you know, all of this clinging on to us as well, all the the negativity, I can't say that word for some reason. Maybe I'm not negative today, but it's all of that Maybe like not. negativity of our past just clinging to us. I, I'm, for some reason, I'm picturing it as like kind of black specks on all of us, you know, like darkness. And uh, we just have it as a collective of women. So with your uh, new book specifically, do you touch on any kind of self-love aspects within that character?
1: self-love but just acceptance of, of where um, she's at in her story the struggles that that she goes through and I, I try really hard not to give any spoilers no, away here you. but but um, you know the, the pieces that I put her through there's a lot of, of self-examination of, of why do these these things keep happening to me um, you know and and sort of that emergence kind of from, from that cocoon of that dark place into something that's, that's lighter and better and, and, and brighter. So
0: freeing, Mm -hmm. I I hear a lot of freedom within this new book. So it's incredibly interesting, uh, for for me, um, you know, that idea of freedom and a lot of us women don't really feel like we have that. We don't feel like Mm -hmm. we have that freedom to just be ourselves.
1: I, I would agree, and I think, too, I mean, there are definitely um, things that color my writing and themes that, that, that come up. So, you know, there's in, in earlier books, there's discussions on, on, you know, family dynamics and, and things that are, are going on that, that looking back, I can see I was working through. So it's definitely a way to, to have that sort of cathartic experience for myself and again, just with, with this latest one, you know, those feelings of feeling silenced and being able to break through, I sometimes give my characters a little more courage than I feel that I have and, and and sort of take a you know page from them and say, Okay, well, they did it and I gave them that voice. So how do I find that in my life as well?
0: Yeah, it's it's very dualistic, it's very mirroring. So Your characters are are mirroring something in you and it's, it's very poetic to, you know, to raise your awareness to every time you're seeing that reflection back at you. And it's powerful. It's powerful stuff. When we write, when we create, when we transmute our own negativity, any way that it gets transmuted, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So um, you're writing a new book. That's so exciting. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i i went directly from this last one um into my next one which is actually a, a sequel to my more paranormal um series uh so Lycan's mate was was the first one and this one uh, is tentatively um called Lycan's mate denied so again i'm looking at a lot of different um relationship aspects in this one i think and, and just sort of um, how that will will play out and that bond that's created, uh, you know, the, between the idea of soulmates and, and um, people who are fated to, to, to be in our lives, whether that's a, you know, a romantic relationship or otherwise.
0: That's so cool. It's funny, that's a part of my work that I'm just taking now is Zooming into um, the idea of karmic relationships karmic soulmates soulmates uh, twin flame journeys and kind of uh, ushering those into my practices as well because i was noticing that i was getting these readings for people about love and about their partnerships but i wasn't being able to really connect it in any way and through my own healing journey i'm finding out uh, that you know these things are all connected we do have soulmates. We do have karmic, you know, lesson type of relationships. We do have twin flame journeys, which is just everything on crack. It's this like shadow work times 10, uh, you know, so there's a very different levels to our lives.
1: And I think that is, is something, it's, it's something that intrigues me and I think it's something that people need to understand more because generally when people hear soulmates, they automatically think romantic love, and that is not always the case. Um, You can meet people in your journey through life who you instantly have a connection with, and, and a deep connection, and it can Completely not rooted in a, in a romantic sense, and I think a lot of people, and that has to do, I think, with um, you know the media and, and, and movies and, and things like that. But everyone always automatically thinks it's this, you know sweep you off your feet romance and that, that's not necessarily the case. I
0: mean, sometimes it is the case.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes,
0: but definitely. there's but. also cases where yes, you're just fated to be friends or you're fated to learn a lesson from each other and, you know, I've had soulmates who were karmic soulmates who I had to learn lessons from who were female. So, <laughs> like, I, I it does happen through all aspects of your life and it's so interesting how, you know, The more that we raise the awareness through media through you know our creations through what we do through our work the more we can kind of break that narrative and be like no the best relationship you'll ever have is with yourself it's not any outward person it's you with you and that's it and i feel like that's what your characters do uh you know your characters are finding their relationship with themselves
1: I think, you know, most of, of the writing, whether it's from a standpoint of, of that's what's interesting for the reader, but generally we, we meet my characters at some dark point in their life, some trivial, tr- some turning point that you know, they have to um, find their way way out of, or, you know, some type of resolution to. And I know that that is, you know, a key point of, of writing. That's, that's something that they, they, everyone tells you, you have to do, um, you know, in the workshops or, or whatever, but I do think it mirrors life truly, because I, I mean, anyone could sit down and, 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 and pen the experiences of, of their life or of someone else's life and, and to really, truly put those moments under a microscope. That's what we're all doing. And, and we're, you know, we're creating our own narrative.
0: Yeah, we're creating our own reality every day just by making uh, any choice that we make in one day. That's a new reality, a new timeline, a new paradigm every time. Like I rhymed there, but that's, that's what it is. It's new all the time. Every choice we make is something different and good or bad. But um, I love that you uh, talked about that negative aspect of writing, because that is the narrative of everyone's life. There's always some heartache that gets us to that new side. And the way we choose to look at that new side really reflects who we are. Because if we make that change, if there's a change waiting for us, and we take a turn and we make the wrong choice, then we beat ourselves up. We say, you know, oh, I'm not worthy of this. I'm not, you know, and that's our narrative. So if that's our narrative, that's our energy. So that's what we're putting out there.
1: But that's why they say, I, I really think, why they say hindsight is is 2020 Because really, you know, you say, okay, we make the wrong choice, air quotes, wrong choice. But really, looking back on it, was it the wrong choice? I really don't think that there are any wrong choices. I don't, I mean, there are there are things that you can choose that later on you can wish that you hadn't chosen. Um, but I truly believe that you chose them for a reason and that if you had done something differently, you are a different version of yourself. And actually just as we're talking here Some muse popped into my head, and wouldn't that be an interesting idea for a story to look at the different choices that you know we may make, and and what that does to to us. And you know, I I often wonder because I'm I'm a bit of a sci-fi fan or you know geek, whatever you want to call it. But I I often wonder if every choice we make does create another reality like they they often say that it does so it is something that i wonder about maybe that'll be a, a, a story down the road to, to kind of explore
0: for sure to me it does that's that's my belief is that every choice you make you know you you do at any given moment we have a choice to make either way so when we go down one path that's one timeline and there's going to be a million other things that follow a million other choices a million other paths and if we go the other way Same thing, but one is discernibly a better choice than the other, air quotes. But one is always the choice to be made for you. And either way, it's up to you to discern which way you go, which choice you make. So all you're right, all the negative choices, perceived negative choices are lessons. They're lessons or blessings always. That's, that's your choice when you're making your choices. It's either going to be a lesson or it's going to be a blessing. And you have to kind of discern for yourself along the journey which one it is, which which it is.
1: It does make me wonder, though, if, if going down that vein, and I know we're, we're kind of going off away from the books a little bit, but, um, but it does make me wonder if there is a finite endpoint in your journey. So you are this person the end and does that change with with your choices or do you eventually circle back to that version of yourself
0: well uh, our whole journey here on earth is to find the self that's our journey that is the journey is to go back to yourself that's why when you do um come into this world and do the twin flame journey your journey is back to self completely because there's that other person who mirrors you entirely who is your other half And so like, that's the ultimate journey to self, but you can still get to self through soulmate connections, through just doing the inner work and all of that yourself. So it's just these levels and your soul age, uh, is really the variable on if you'll have a twin flame journey, or if you're just going to continue to learn the lessons until the end. But I I truly believe that the end doesn't come until you've learned your lessons, until you've gone your journey, until you've really, you know, found everything you're supposed to do, until you've done your mission. We all have a mission here and we have a lot of lessons to go through to get to that mission. So that's that's really the belief and the the downloads that I've received personally from my spiritual journey.
1: I'm nodding in agreement here because I, I you know it is. It's it's definitely something, and and I think to a certain level, to a to a certain degree, everyone is aware of that. But I find that the creative process, whatever that may be, whether it's writing or or painting or singing or you know whatever it is that you choose to do creatively, I think it really helps you tap into that. There is power in creativity that is a hugely important source. and I think it helps you understand that journey, even though we're all we're all going through it, we're all experiencing it. I think not everyone is as aware of that. Um, and I think that, that creativity can really help open your eyes to that.
0: I agree. And uh, so I'll end it here. I think we did, you know, pretty good conversation here uh, thank you for joining
1: me okay, well I'll just do a quick plug if I yes, can please so the yes. books are available on Amazon again you can you can search out by AR McKinnon uh, they're quite easy to find and if you're just kind of wondering what's rolling around in my head you can also visit me at armckinnon.com. perfect thank you Thanks, for joining Jackie. Me.
0: this
1: has been great
0: Yay. thank you for joining me on the self-love and shadow work podcast I am your host Jackie sharp and I will see you next week with more amazing content and I hope you have a great week. Bye everyone.